0: It's so good to see each and every one of you and to join you as we worship God together. I do want to start by thanking our staff who worked very hard uh, to make sure that this service particularly be one that is just filled with celebration, and you've brought that. And so we thank God for you. Would you help me thank God for just God being God? For indeed, he is our wonderful counselor and Almighty God. And the very words of the song that we just sung is really straight out of the text that we're going to be studying together on this Christmas Eve. If you've been with us over these Advent weeks, uh, we've been looking at Isaiah chapter 9. And that's why I invite you to turn in your copy of God's Word to Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9, particularly at verse 6, is where our message for the morning is coming from. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. When you get there, you'll see words similar to these, words you may have committed to memory. The prophecy is, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Would you just repeat that with me? His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And I am convinced that God wants you to have a special gift as you celebrate Christ in this season. And that is the gift that only the Prince of Peace can give. And that gift is the gift of peace. Would you bow your heads with me? But truly, Heavenly Father, you're so good to us. Thank you so much for blessing us to gather in this sacred space one more time. Thank you for your word that reveals to us the truth of who you are, your love for all mankind, and how you've drawn us to experience you. Now help us that we might experience you even more as your word takes root in our hearts and our minds and that our lives reflect it, that we grow in our trust and dependency in you and our love for one another. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. This same month, the month of December, But back in 1944, Barb, there was a young man who was uh, solicited by his country to represent his country in a battle. This battle was World War II. This is 1944. His name is Hiro Onoda. Hiro Onoda was a Japanese soldier. I want you to get this. He was stationed in the Philippines after being trained. um, Ronnie, good to see you, man. He was stationed in the Philippines, and there he was, um, and he kept doing his assignment, which was to fight in the battle, to fight a war. But unbeknownst to Onoda, he was fighting well after the war had ended. I want you to get this, Anoda actually was fighting a war in which his country had called for peace, so the war was over, and yet he continued fighting, unbeknownst to him that peace had ensued. He didn't get the message that it had ended, and so he kept on fighting. Not just one month, not just two years, but for 30 years, this soldier was living his life under the conflict of war. And when the news came, they dropped uh, leaflets from airplanes all over the jungle to try to get him to understand that peace had ensued and the war was over, but he did not believe the news. So he kept on fighting, kept on living in conflict, even though peace had been offered. Truth is, many of us, that may be the very description of our lives, where God has come and he's offered peace in Christ Jesus, but truthfully, our lives, our inner lives, we are still in, in conflict. I, I know, we, we, we like to celebrate Christmas and we come in and we smile and, and we should be, be joyful. But if we're honest with ourselves, in the midst of a joyous season, some of us are still struggling with some internal conflicts. Some of us are struggling because we really haven't accepted God's gift of peace, real peace. Let, let me just ask um, who in here can benefit from receiving more peace? I, I knew we were all in the, the same camp. But there's room in our lives because if we're honest, there are some places in our lives yet where we're still in conflict, internal conflict within, or we we have allowed the circumstances of external conflict to invade the spaces of our minds and our hearts, and we find ourselves repeatedly struggling. With internal conflict. Uh, My brothers and sisters, I just want to tell you only Christ can bring you lasting peace. And God, Tony, wants you to have His peace. So much so that over 353 times in the sacred text, in the Scripture, peace is the subject. I want you to understand at this Christmas, in all that you get, don't miss out on the special gift that God has for you, and that is His peace. But in order to have peace, you have to be in a relationship with the Prince of Peace. See, many of us are familiar with that angelic announcement that came in Luke as the angels lit up the sky, and the shepherds were there in the field, and they heard the angels proclaim in Luke 2, 13, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those in whom he is pleased. Don't miss this, that what coincided when God wrapped himself up in flesh, came down to earth, In the person of Jesus Christ, born as a child, given as a son, when he came, peace came. Peace came when Jesus came. And so it fulfills what Isaiah prophesied. Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 7 and 14, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and we shall call his name Jesus. Emmanuel, you want to know where peace abides? It's right there in that term, Emmanuel, for Emmanuel means God with us. And everywhere God is, there is peace that is afforded to those who believe in him. Let me tell you what's so good about this, is that, that God's peace is inexhaustible. So you can continue to keep going to the Prince of Peace to receive peace. Many of us right now, we're still struggling in relationships, struggling in our marriages, struggling at our jobs, and we're looking for peace, and we're looking in all the wrong places, but you're in the right place on this morning. Nudge your neighbor. Tell them you're in the right place today because there is peace to be had, and it's only in the Prince of Peace. Notice what separates the Christ child well, Isaiah describes him, as you sung it, as a wonderful counselor, meaning his plans and his purposes are always perfect. Isaiah describes him as a mighty God, which means then the Savior is greater than any darkness that tries to come in your life and steal your peace. Isaiah described him as the everlasting Father meaning our Savior will never run out of love for you. Let me tell somebody who's hearing me who didn't disconnect just yet. Our Savior will never run out of love for you. And then he says that he is our Prince of Peace, meaning that he will give peace to all who trust in him. Uh, He will give peace that we might not just know it, but we get to experience. Oh, let me, let me work for a moment. Because uh, peace that God gives, uh, Isaiah says in the 26th chapter and the third verse, he says, of God, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. I, I know when we hear that word peace, we think about that tranquil environment, right? You're, you're sitting next to the water. There aren't, aren't any uh, many waves going forward, and you, you're, just, you're just chilling on the beach because you're just trying to be at peace. But can I tell you a little bit about peace? I asked you a question. I'm going to try again. Can I tell you a little bit about peace? See, sometimes God will have you experience peace in the midst of conflict. Uh, I ran across a picture, I just want to show you, um, of, of a bird, and there's a bird that's in the middle of a storm. You might see it there. You, you, you see the storm, and you see the waterfall, but really what you're seeing there is a picture of peace, because in the midst of the storm, that bird is nestled, settled on a rock, experiencing the true peace. This is what happens in those who trust in God, that it doesn't matter what's happening around you. The peace that God gives you is able to keep you no matter what you're going through. Is there anybody in here who knows about that kind of peace, that you could testify right now? Yeah, there's some storms in my life, and I've been through the storm and the rain, but when I placed my trust in God, I was able to rest even in the midst of the storm. Oh, let me show you another picture of a a, a watchtower. For there at a watchtower, you may be familiar with this picture where, where the watchtower, the man standing there in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the crashing waves, and yet he's not frightful, yet he's not fearful because he's standing. Check it out. That watchtower is built on a rock. He's standing on a rock knowing that, look, that's peace. In the midst of the storm, he's experiencing peace. Only the Prince of Peace can give you this kind of peace. How many right now, to be honest, that's the kind of peace that I need. That's the kind of peace that I desire. That's the kind of peace that I want in this Christmas season. Because peace is not the absence of conflict. Peace is the presence of an inner assurance and confidence in Christ peace is not found in something peace is found in someone and that one is the prince of peace that when you invite Christ into your life and into your heart you'll realize that he's able to calm the conflicts that have kept you up at night he's able to calm the worries that have a way of invading your mind he's able to give you his peace Let's be honest about it, Uh, because peace, uh, let me say it this way, peace is not uh, the absence of conflict. Peace is the presence of Christ. Do you have him? I mean, not just know of him, not just know of the Christ child born in a manger, but do you have a relationship with Christ? Because when you evaluate your life, And you see that there's turmoil that comes in. And listen, I'm standing uh, up here on the stage, but don't get this thing twisted. Sometimes my life is surrounded with turmoil too. And one thing I've learned in this life is that when you come to Christ, that doesn't mean that problems will stop coming to you. But here's the good news, that when you come to Christ, Christ will be with you when the problems come to you, and Christ will guide you, and somebody knows, like your testimony, Michael, and he'll see you through. Has God done that for anybody in this place that we can testify that, you know what, my peace doesn't come from my circumstances? My peace comes from Christ being with me. Christ, Christ is is with us because, you know, there are three dimensions of peace. Uh, that, that we need three areas in our lives where we need that only the Prince of Peace can provide for us. First of all, we need spiritual peace. That relationship, that's the relationship between you and God. For sin separates us from God. And we needed a Savior to come to, to help deliver us from our sins. Sin kept us in darkness, but God loved us so much. You might know that scripture, that he gave his only begotten son, Doug, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, would not have to live in darkness, but have everlasting life. And when Jesus is your Prince of Peace, He gives you spiritual peace between you and God. (laughs) That means you know you belong to him. That means you know that you are God's child. That means you know that God is in control of your life and you can trust him at the controls. Not only does he give you spiritual peace, oh, but he'll give you personal peace. Come on, let's be honest about it because sometimes the conflicts that we face are the conflicts not coming from the outside, but the conflicts from the inside. Conflicts in our minds that make us question our worth. Conflicts that come in our hearts that make us live in the places of guilt and doubt. Conflict that comes. But when you come to Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I really want you to hear me. That he, he rescues you from the guilt of sin. Right. He, he rescues you from feeling alone. He rescues you and he gives you purpose when you come to him that he will give you peace with yourself. Some of us right now in this Christmas season, if we're honest about it, we're still blaming ourselves about things that have happened in our past. We're still at that place where we are contemplating in fear and anxiety what's going to happen next because, can I tell you, God loves you, but you need the love of God so God can lead you in how to love yourself. He is Our prince of peace who can not only give you peace between your relationship with God, he gives you peace in how you think of yourself. Oh, that's that personal peace, but thoroughly he gives you a relational peace. Somebody say relational peace. Now, I know right now that some of us right now, you're expecting some family to come to your house for Christmas. I know there's some people. Don't look at me like that. I'm going to just tell you anyway. I know there's some people. They may be in here with you, so don't look at them right now. Um, but you know within yourself, you really are not at peace with them. It could be because they don't make a good mashed potato pie. I don't, I don't know. I mean, a mashed potato pie. Is that something? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. what? In the country, you can make a pie out of anything now. But, but, but honestly, honestly, there, there are some conflicts that we, we have with one another. And at Christmas time, many of us are, are, are regretting and resentful, are not looking forward to it because we have not resolved the tension between us and our family members. Ah, but wherever conflict may be in your life, uh, let me tell you a secret. Let me, let me tell you something God wants you to know. When you introduce Christ in the middle of your conflict— Christ will bring peace in matters that you can't bring peace in, that he will bring peace when you invite him in the middle of your situation. Ah, because Ephesians, Ephesians, the second chapter, the 14th verse tells us, For he, Christ himself, is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh, his sacrifice, the dividing wall of hostility— By abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of two, so making peace. You said you needed peace. You got to come to Christ because Christ is our peace that he might reconcile us both to God. In, our, in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and he preached peace. Christ preached peace to you who are far off and peace to those who are near. Oh, hold on. Not only is he our peace, but when you learn to listen to the Spirit, you'll hear the Spirit preach peace in your heart your life. That's why you ought, to, you ought to surround yourself with God's Word. You know what's important uh, when you go in your house today? Maybe I should give you this Christmas assignment that you ought to check around your home, check around your office space, and see how you, much you are surrounded by God's Word. I believe that if you put God's Word around your life, put that Word around your house, when somebody comes filled with the devil, don't look at them right now, but when they come that way, and they see the Word of God all around you, you realize that the Word of God has a way of quieting the devil and allowing you to be in peace. Uh, you can have this gift of peace that only comes from Christ. But Jesus said to his disciples in John 16 and 33, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. What will you have? Which means trials are going to come. Conflicts will surround you. But then Christ says, but be of good cheer. Take heart, I have overcome the world. Which means then that when you have a relationship with the Prince of Peace and he's living inside of you, then the world can can be around you, but the world can't get into you because you have Christ already with you. Ah, he, He can overcome whatever we are going through. Uh, but but we have a responsibility. See, when we focus on Christ, we have peace with his plans for our lives. When we Keep our minds stayed on Him in this season, and we're looking at Christ, looking at His love for us, looking at how He welcomes us to be in a relationship with Him, looking at how He came to deliver us when our world was dark and filled with sin, and there was no hope and there was no future. Christ saw you in the midst of your needs, and Christ came to you. Some of us in here will be honest: we didn't come to Christ in the church. It's Christ who came to us when we were out there in the world, and I'm so. Glad that God didn't wait for me to make the first move, but He loved me enough to come to where I was and draw me closer to Him. And guess what? He gave me, you know, no, He gave me peace. Ah, uh, but, 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 but I gotta tell you, there are some peace stealers that you need to watch out for. It's kind of like uh, what's that, that, that Christmas story? Uh, some of you like so much. Uh, I heard you. There it is. See, I didn't even say it. But the Grinch who, who stole Christmas. Well, guess what? Uh, there are some 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 peace stealers that are trying to steal your peace and steal your joy and that's why it's important for us to stay close to Christ cuz Christ will point those peace stealers in your life and tell you you see that one right there don't give them your peace don't, don't 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 let your peace get away from you just because they don't have peace no you hold on to your peace let me tell you what it looks like it looks like when everything seems to be going wrong in your life when you know you are in right relationship with God then Here's the peace. All things will work together. Anybody know that scripture there? All things will work together for the good to those who love God, who are called according to his purposes. God can give you peace. But you got to watch out, watch out, watch out. Because worry will try to steal your peace. Doubt will try to steal your peace. Guilt will try to steal your peace. Oh, but when, when it's trying to invade, all you need to do is get closer to Christ. Because the closer you get to Christ, you realize that he has enough peace to settle any conflict in your life. Your life may not always be comfortable. Oh, but when you have Christ, you can have confidence that he is with you. Think about the Think think about the the manger scene. Think about Mary and Joseph. Think about how uh, Mary uh, exhibited confidence in God, even though she didn't understand how she'd be pregnant with the Christ child. Think about how Joseph exhibited confidence in God, even though he had trouble contemplating and, and trying to figure out how is it that Mary, a virgin, got pregnant in the first place. Think about them going into Bethlehem going into a stable, a carved-out cave where where animals and livestock are all around. Do you think that was comfortable? I ask you a question. Do you think that was comfortable? Mm. And yet they had peace, not because of their circumstances, but because Christ was with them. And not only did they experience peace in their life, But there were some followers of Christ. Disciples had entered a boat, don't miss this, with Christ. Christ was asleep at the the lower level of the boat. He was sleeping on a pillow. And in the midst of their journey, trying to follow what Christ has told them, these are believers, a storm came, trouble came. Some of you may know the story that, that water was coming into the boat, and so they went to Jesus. I told you you got to be close uh, to the Prince of Peace. They, they went to Jesus, awakened Jesus, and said, Master, we're perishing. Do you know the story? Christ stands out of, on the boat, and he looks at the wind, and he looks at the waves, and he says, Peace be still. And immediately, the wind cease, the waves calm down because everything is subject to the will of God. That may be an experience in your life. You've gotten to a place where you've come here and, and you're ready to surrender that to Christ. See, only God can give us everlasting peace. Now, we have a choice. We can, we can leave here and, and leave here with the same conflicts in our minds and our hearts, unresolved matters, or we can make it our commitment on this Christmas Eve that I'm not going into Christmas with inner conflict. But rather, I'm going to give that to God right now. Philippians 4 says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything with prayer, you got to good to them and supplication with thanks has God been good to you? he says with thanksgiving make your requests known to God mm, get this and the peace of God <laughs> will guard your hearts and your minds in where, where, where? in Christ Jesus Uh, But he doesn't stop there. Look what he says. He says, finally, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's commendable, if there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on these things. Think on the love. God has shown you in Christ Jesus. Think on the forgiveness that's available to us in Christ. Think on the goodness that God has given you. And the more you think about Christ, the more His peace will fill your life. I invite you to bow your heads all over the building. There are those of us who are, we're honest, we came here with inner conflict. But this day we're saying that we are releasing that conflict to Christ. We're going to accept him as our Prince of Peace, the Lord of our lives. With all heads bowed and your eyes closed, if the Spirit of God is speaking to you right now and you're ready You're You're ready to leave the darkness, leave the conflicts that have invaded your life and and welcome Christ in as the Lord of your life. I invite you just just to lift your hand. If you're you're ready to experience his peace, I see you, my brother. I see you. I see you, my brother. Keep keep your hands up. Just keep your hands up. All heads are bowed. All eyes are closed. I, I see you, my sister. Know that today the Prince of Peace is welcoming you. All you have to do is say, say yes to Him. And you'll watch how His peace will light up the darkness of your life. Because the light of Christ dispels the darkness. That you can have hope. You can have joy. You can have peace. Because you said yes to Jesus Christ. Grace Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for those who have committed their lives to you. Those who are willing to take that step of faith and trust you to receive you in relationship. That they might know what it means to live in peace and to have joy that only comes from you. Bless them is our prayer that they might continue to grow in their relationship with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Why don't you help me thank God for those who made a decision to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. That means they've accepted the light of Christ into their lives. The light. Jesus is the light. He is the light of the world. And he is your light. And together, we want to represent the light of Christ by taking our lights and sharing it with someone next to us, that all of us may be reminded that there is hope, there is peace, there is joy, there's salvation, there's redemption there's deliverance all found in our Savior Jesus Christ
1: With the dawn of redeeming grace, Jesus, Lord, at Thy birth. Thank you for joining us online. We hope today's experience encouraged and challenged you. At Champion Forest, we are passionate about all kinds of people coming to know God, to grow in their relationship with Him and others, and then to go out and make a difference in the world. We would love the opportunity to talk and pray with you. To connect with us, just go to championforce.org connect. And hey, of course, we can't wait to welcome you on campus, in person, on one of our locations. We'll see you soon.